Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Hi and welcome on in. This is episode... 13, which is unlucky for some, which is really interesting because we have just celebrated Halloween. So I think that's really funny. It's episode 13 and we've just had Halloween. But Halloween for me was so much fun. We've just not been going out very much, have we recently? And quite honestly, in our family, we will celebrate anything. So we've really decorated our house this year. The kids had so much fun making decorations for the front of the house. Um, Some quite scary, some quite random, but that's all good. And my husband and I and the kids went for a lovely walk all around the neighborhood looking for houses decked out in Halloween gear so that we could trick or treat and grab some sweeties. And it was quite funny because after the first couple of houses, everything had already gone. It was only 5.30 in the afternoon, but around here in Sydney, they um, celebrate pretty early as we realized. So we were thinking, oh no, this might be the end, the beginning of the end before we've even begun for these um, kids looking to get some sweets. But luckily at house, I think it was house five, there were actually some sweets left. And then we got on a roll. We moved to a different part of um, the neighborhood and they hadn't been attacked yet by all the kids. So we were lucky enough to get some stuff and treats for the kids. So yeah, it was really, really fun to be out and to see the neighbors and to have that sort of sense of community again. It's sort of been missing, hasn't it, for such a long time. And it just felt really, really lovely to be out and see the parents out having some fun as well as the, as well as the kids. There were quite a few um, quite scary adults, I thought, as well. Not just the kids um, dressed up in crazy outfits, but also the parents, us included. But here we are at episode 13. And yeah, I really wanted to um, touch on um, some thoughts, really, around what I've been experiencing doing my career coaching in the last sort of 12 months or so. And just to talk about some of the themes that are coming up as we come to the end of the year and we start to think about what 2022 could hold for us. You know, it's really important that we're sort of proactive about thinking about our career and where we want to go next and what the next opportunity should be. We should always be thinking about the next opportunity, not looking at the current opportunity, thinking about the next opportunity. And to be honest, if you take nothing out of today but that concept and that you should be constantly thinking about the next opportunity, then you've taken out everything you need to hear in the next sort of 20 minutes um, episode. But literally, it's about being proactive. So I thought first and foremost, what I would do is just share a few of the challenges that I've seen a lot of women having um, over the last sort of six or 12 months. And of course, this is kind of career related. We all have personal challenges that are going on. You know, I mean, the COVID has had a really kind of massive impact on, on women in particular, that might be an episode all in itself. But um, I thought I'd just talk about the first sort of the eight most common things that I've seen coming out. So I think number one that's really up there is that concept of just feeling unrecognized and feeling invisible in your role. And listen, if that is you, you are not alone, I tell you. And working, I think, remotely has really exacerbated that. It's, it's kind of making it very difficult for 
anyone, you know, women, men, whatever, um, to to kind of be seen, to um, have their value seen and recognized. So if you're feeling unrecognized and invisible, I would say that's the primary thing that um, a lot of women are saying to me in my coaching practice at the moment. Um, the second one is just feeling utterly burned out, overworked, emotionally exhausted, I think is is the real crux of that one because I think, you know, we're kind of really burning the candle at both ends at the moment. We've been working extremely hard at home and, you know, not with that recognition necessarily. And then we've also been homeschooling. We've been kind of worrying about what the future holds with um, the kind of the global health situation. And, you know, it's... um, it's a common kind of uh, issue that people are having where they're just feeling absolutely emotionally gone, just emotionally drained, emotionally over it, um, nothing left to give. So again, if that's you, I'm not surprised. I've certainly had my bouts of that over the last few months, Um, definitely had ups and downs with that. And, you know, some of that I think comes down to our lack of ability to control, you know, we're always so keen to control everything. But in this current sort of situation, we've been so um, unable to control the situation, our outcomes, um, unable to know with certainty what the future holds, etc. The third one that I thought was interesting is, you know, we still have this operational um, problem where a lot of women are in very toxic or very biased environments. Um, it is still an issue for a lot of women out there. And you know, it's not just in male dominated industries either. I've sort of noticed it exists everywhere, of course. It's not just in those male-dominated industries. Um, struggling to negotiate better deals for yourself is definitely high up there, there at number four, um, whether that's about seeking promotion, whether that's about looking for more exciting, more stretching career opportunities, whether that's about getting promoted. Um, so yeah, if you're struggling to kind of negotiate a better outcome for yourself, you're feeling quite passive in that space, then actually today's episode is going to be for you because we're going to be talking about that in a big way. Uh, number six is working really, really hard. Oh my goodness. Working so, so hard, but still being overlooked. So that's something I hear all the time. You know, I just work my butt off, Rebecca. I just don't understand it. You know, I've been overlooked for promotion already twice. This is the third time I'm going for it and I'm working my butt off and nobody seems to recognize me. So if that's one of those things that you kind of really resonate with, yeah, that's another one. Number seven is, oh yeah, building effective alliances. I see this one really regularly. And quite honestly, if you want to build visibility and credibility in your company, it's really important that you become super comfortable building alliances with senior leaders and advocates for your career, whether that's sponsors, um, could be mentors also, but sponsors primarily. So if you really struggle to kind of speak to senior leaders, if, if you really struggle to share your value in front of them, if you really struggle to just connect with them socially or network with them and um, sort of share with them what you're doing, then again, that's another one. And then the last one is simply just lacking direction. And the lacking direction one is the one I really want to talk about today because we're coming to the end of a year. And it's always really interesting. I see sort of people starting to think about, well, what do I want 2022 to be? What do I want the next year to be all about? And we sort of spring into action at the end of any sort of 12-month period and start asking ourselves that question, challenging ourselves. Are we in the right job? Are we in the right role? Are we being stretched enough? Are we being you know, kind of get getting the kind of exposure that we want. So I, I find that, you know, for some reason, whatever it is, it's the annual kind of, uh, 
you know, sort of flocking to this idea. Let's have a think about what we actually want and let's stop sort of allowing these old patterns to continue and to, and to reverberate. So let's talk about direction because I think a lot of people chal- are challenged by the idea of um, lacking direction. You know, I don't know what I want. I don't have clarity about what it is I want. Um, I'm not clear about what my next steps could be. Those kinds of um, comments that come out. So I think when we're lacking direction, there are there tend to be sort of five or six different reasons, if you like, why that lacking direction is happening. And as a career coach, I really want to share them with you today. Okay, so you might identify yourself in one of these. And I think if you do, use this as an opportunity to raise your awareness of what's going on for you right now. Like you can ask yourself, wow, that's really interesting. I hadn't really thought of it like that. Like, what can I now do about that? Because I find a lot of people are in a rut, but they don't know why they're in a rut. And they certainly don't know how to get out of that rut. So if that's you, listening to these sort of, um, I think it's five areas I'm going to share. See if one of them really kind of connects with you. You're like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's really me. Because that's basically bringing that to your conscious awareness. You're suddenly going, oh, actually, yeah, that is what I'm doing. That is the problem I'm in. And then you can start challenging it. Because I find if you're just trying to challenge a problem without really understanding what the problem is in the first place, it's very, very difficult. So have a think first about what that kind of root cause might be. Okay, so let's talk about these five first and see what you come out with. So the first one I wanted to talk about when it comes to lacking direction is simply just being really, really passive. I find a lot of um, women are quite passive in their careers, like they allow their career to sort of just happen to them. They allow other people to make decisions for them that sort of forge the path that they then go on. So that for me has been quite passive. That's not deciding for yourself what it is you want. It's allowing other people to dictate that path for you. So the second one where I feel like women are kind of lacking direction is when they just sort of settle. They settle for a kind of a mediocre role. They settle for something that just isn't good enough, isn't stretching enough, isn't paying them enough. And this can happen, you know, throughout normal career kind of trajectories. But it can also happen, say, for example, you take some time out to you know, maybe have a child or something and you come back to the office. And I find still a lot of women come back to roles that are lesser than the role that they, you know, left when they left to have the child, then they come back and they're like, oh, we haven't actually got anything for you at your kind of level. You'll have to move into this role instead. And then they can sit there and they can sit there for a very long time until they move into another kind of role or they move into another department or something like, or they leave quite frankly. But that is not an uncommon thing, but we settle and we allow that to happen and we're passive in that situation. So we're constantly waiting for somebody else again to make the decision for us and tell us that we're going to get promoted again, tell us that the opportunity is there. So one and two kind of go hand in hand, right? Being passive and also settling, settling for a mediocre kind of opportunity. And quite honestly, you know, sometimes that's the easiest route. Sometimes it is kind of okay to do that for a little while, but a little while only until you kind of have that conversation. And what I found with those kinds of situations, it's so much easier to sort that kind of situation out if you've already had the conversation before you left. So say, for example, you do take some time out. You have to have agreement um, about what your role is going to be when you come back in (laughs) so that you, you know, it's no surprise so that there isn't that kind of um, 
a demotional kind of situation happening because I've seen it so many times where women do come back into the workplace having had children and then they are put into this kind of position where they have to sort of say yes to this role or they feel like they have to say yes to this role and then they see people who are much more junior to them then going up the ranks. One thing with that is you now have a beautiful baby at home and therefore, you know, that was a kind of a, a decision that you made and it's a beautiful decision that you made. And, you know, secondary, uh, the, the secondary decision was your work at that moment. And that's okay, right? If that's a decision you made, that's okay. You have got a massive, massive benefit from taking that time out to have your child. You must always remember that, you know. But um, I think, yeah, it's really important that we're kind of com- having those conversations about what our role will be and what our opportunity will be when we come back into that kind of space. I digress slightly. But you know, just settling and sort of saying, this is all there is for me. For me, that's not enough. That's not good enough. You deserve a lot better. Which brings me back to number three, which is that kind of fear. Having a fear, having a self-worth concern about whether or not you're deserving of a better opportunity. Um, You know, but what if I kind of move into a different space and then I'm not successful or conversely, you know, what if I move into that space and I'm extremely successful? You know, some people do really fear doing really, really well and how that's going to change everything for them. That's a really interesting concept in itself. So as you're kind of thinking about this in terms of, you know, where are you lacking direction right now? Is it that you're being passive? Is it that you're settling for something that's a little bit mediocre? Is it that you're fearing um, what the situation could be instead? Is it that you're kind of having a self-worth challenge around whether you're good enough, whether you're ready enough to actually take on this new opportunity? Um, The fourth one that I think is really interesting is you might actually... You might actually just be really overwhelmed with options. You know, that does happen too. You know, sometimes we can lack clarity because we have too many opportunities in front of us, too many ideas, too many cool opportunities to take advantage of. And you don't know which one to do next, which is a great problem to have, quite frankly. And then the last one I wanted to share was that kind of feeling of just not being sure what I want. And I'm not really sure what I'm good at. So that's probably a really common one as well, right? You know, I just don't know what I want, Rebecca. I don't know what sort of success looks like to me. I don't know what I want yet. And I definitely am not clear where I'm strong. I'm not clear where I'm really, really good and resourceful. So have a think about those five ideas around lacking direction. Like, which one are you right now? Are you um, somebody who is being a bit passive? Are you somebody who is um, settling for a mediocre situation, a mediocre opportunity? Is there fear in your heart about what this thing could be? Is there a self-worth concern there about whether you're good enough, whether you're smart enough for this opportunity, whether you're deserving enough of this new opportunity? Maybe you are overwhelmed with ideas, not options. Maybe you do have people calling you and saying, hey, I want you to take on this. I want you to take on that. You just don't know which is the right one for you. And then the last area of lacking direction is just not being sure about what you want, not being sure about what you're really good at. So I'd love you to have a think about which one of those you are feeling right now. It might be a bit of, you know, it might be one and two. It might be one and four, for example. Have a think about it. Even write it down and then have a think about, okay, well, what can I do about that? Like, what's the first thing I could do to fix that challenge? So we're already at the beginning of November and 2022, a whole new brand year, brand new year is around the corner. And I want you to start thinking about the fact that 
you know, corporates work in cycles, right? They work in annual cycles. They review progress all the way throughout the year, but they will have a moment in time, there'll be a month where they actually do all the performance reviews. And that's where people get their pay rises. That's where people have their um, promotions. And it might just have passed for you and you might just have missed out again because that's something I hear a lot. You know, people do come and work with me in career coaching because they keep missing out on promotional opportunity, they're just fed up with trying to do this by themselves. They're fed up with um, working their butts off and they're not getting the result. They're not getting the outcome. And as a result, a lot of them want to leave their organizations, of course. And you know, quite frankly, I can understand why um, in certain situations. But, you know, if you want to make, um, you know, 2022 your year, if you want to really shine next year, if you really want to show what you can do, if you really want to start getting really proactive and start thinking about your career as something that you're completely in charge of, start thinking about your career as this opportunity to grow, to learn, to excel, to develop other people, to lead. All these kind of fantastic opportunities are there for you if you want them. That's the reality. So if you want to be in the running, you know, next time around that there is this cycle, this kind of promotional cycle and performance reviews are happening, then I want you to start thinking about getting really proactive. I want you to start thinking about yourself as a massive asset to your organization and start really delving into the value that you're adding to your organization. Start seeing yourself as absolutely 100% worthy now and deserving now of these fantastic opportunities. Because often we talk ourselves out of these things. We tell ourselves we're not good enough. We fear being judged. We fear being criticized. We fear being overlooked. But unfortunately, to get anywhere, we have to stick our necks out and see what happens. And I really want you to start thinking about, well, what's this next opportunity? What's the next thing for me? What's the next thing? So I'm going to give you a few questions just to ask yourself to get you into that kind of space. So the first question I think is really, really handy is to start thinking about, well, you know, if 12 months from now, if that's super successful for me, what will have happened in those 12 months? You might want to get a bit of paper. You might want to write that idea down. 12 months from now, it's been really, really successful, whatever that means for you. You know, what's happened? What's changed? Have you been promoted? Are you in a different opportunity? Are you working with different people? Are you solving specific problems? What are you doing for it to be successful for you? Have a think too about what sort of stretching opportunities you want. Because if stretch and learning and expansion and variety are values of yours, then stretching opportunities will really, really suit you. So you might be wanting to ask yourself, well, what stretching opportunities are out there for me? What do I really, really want to do next to either um, expand my learning or deepen my learning, become a domain expert in a particular area, for example? And the last thing I want to share with you is the, the idea that we should always be playing to our strengths. Too often we're in opportunities and roles that play to our weaknesses, that make us feel weak, literally physically feel weak. Think about an opportunity when you were really, really kind of resourceful and really, really strong and really, really powerful and really driven and really focused. The chances are in that opportunity, you were playing absolutely to your strengths. You were absolutely playing to your most resourceful side. So have a think about what those strengths are. What do you want to utilize more? Because when we have energy and when we feel excited and when we feel on a roll, that is absolutely when 
or using ashrams. And that's when you'll do your best work and that's when you'll have the most fun and that's when you're going to feel the most fulfilled. So have a think about those strengths too. Think about strengths as well as the stretch. What are the strengths that I really want to play for? So thank you so much for joining me today. I absolutely love talking about career coaching. I absolutely love talking about proactive career management because without being proactive in your career, it absolutely will happen to you anyway. And you might blink and get to your 60s and 70s and wonder what on earth just happened. And I just don't want that for you. I want you to be in control of your path. I want you to be seeking out opportunities that absolutely play to your deepest strengths. I want you to be feeling excited and energized and resourceful every single day because you absolutely can do that if you choose to, if that's something that you want to seek out. So listen, I would love to open up my calendar. If you are interested in getting some absolutely practical, clear, defined, structured career management advice on how to move forwards in your career, how to land those promotions, how to land a new job that is absolutely in that sort of dream bucket of yours, how to negotiate better pay, and how to really land opportunities that give you your best opportunity to shine, I would love to speak to you, okay? So if you are ready right now, committed right now to talk with somebody about this and get some more support and move forwards literally straight away, I would love to open up my calendar to you. So just go to the show notes and you'll be able to get a link to my calendar and you'll get be able to access a 15-minute strategy call with me. And in that call, we will talk about your current challenges, your aspirations for your career, and I will help you move forwards with a simple single step. That's how it works. It's all about actually coaching you in that 15 minutes to give you some resolution straight away. So if that sounds really, really exciting for you, if what I've been talking about today resonates and you're ready and you're committed to take some action, because I don't work with people who aren't ready. I only want to work with you. I only want to hear from you if you are ready and committed right now and you want to take those steps, then click that link and you'll get into my calendar. Like I say, it's a free 15 minute strategy call and we can chat and I will be there for you. So I look forward to seeing you really, really soon. You have the most fantastic week and I'll see you then. 